AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hello, I'm Saida Garrett, an uppity knitter and host of the Uppity Knitter Podcast. Celebrity Hobbies Uncovered. A show about your favorite celebrities and their unusual hobbies. Welcome. My guest today is a legendary drummer, percussionist, singer, songwriter, recording artist, music director, author, philanthropist, darling, and podcaster who's worked with or recorded on albums by music giants like Michael Jackson, Marvin Gaye, Lionel Richie, Diana Ross, Phil Collins, Herbie Hancock, Ringo Starr, Beyonce, Cindy Lauper, Gloria Esteban, and a little giant known as Prince. Affectionately regarded as the queen of percussion, now with a Latin Grammy for a lifetime, you heard me, a Lifetime Achievement Award, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and co-host and music director for the new hit game show, which I've seen, Lotteria Loca, the remarkable Miss Sheila E. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> Sheila, my sister, thanks so much for accepting my invitation to help me kick off my new side hustle in podcasting. 
I'm truly honored to have you as my guest today. As extensive as your credits are in music and film, today we're here to talk about your hobbies. When you're not on stage, when you're not on set, or when you're not in the recording studio. So, Sheila, tell us how you spend your time during off hours. Like, what are some of your hobbies or your interests outside of your vast music career? Ooh, loaded question. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, uh, because I grew up in a crazy family of my grandparents being from Nolens. Oh. Uh, they started these poker leagues at their home when I was young. So <laughs> you would have to pay the house to come into their house and they would give you a meal. You could spend the night downstairs oh. and you would play poker. So off time, I mean, we we have some games happening at my house sometimes. Oh, my God. For, for real money. <laughs> Are you... uh? dangerous poker player like you got the serious poker face oh yeah no i don't and i talk a lot of smack whatever i do i talk smack oh yeah you yeah you have to talk smack and i get that from mom so <laughs> moms will be playing pops pops doesn't play that much anymore um and then i like sports i grew up playing sports i love going to the games the warrior games wow. you know basketball football i love football and uh, 49ers is my team. Of course, Raiders once in a while. Uh, <laughs> and they're gonna, when they, they're gonna, when they win. Huh? They're going to hate me for even saying that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but all sports. I love sports. And then I play a lot of sports, ping pong, pool. I like going. I like being outside going, you know, riding my bike, whatever. Oh, wow. You were just majorly active. I had no idea. Yes. I love oh, yeah. that. Uh, usually artists like us. And especially a musician like you, you're more of a studio rat. You just hang out in the studio. You don't really have a lot of outside interests. But yours are like too many to mention. What's <laughs> you, can we talk about the poker playing? Is that your favorite, or is it ping, is it ping pong these days? It's whatever, okay. whatever I'm in the mood. Yeah. Do you prefer to listen to music when you're engaged in in uh, playing your hobby, or are you serious oh, about whatever yeah. it is? Oh yeah, music no. too. Oh, oh yeah. No, when when poker's being done, well even ping pong. Poker, I put on vinyl. I don't listen to like oh, wow. streaming. We I bring out my records from the record store. <laughs> uh, do you play DJ while you're p playing poker or you have a DJ, somebody that got it? No, I I got to play DJ. Oh, between hands? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, no, I I'm more hands and then you take it, hold on, and then we got to go to the bar. Let's have a drink. Hold on. Oh. And then, you know, and then you give them a little tipsy, and you might win a little money. <laughs> money. That's how you do it. Um, when, when you were younger and you saw and heard your mother talking smack, did you know that she was uh, faking her hand or, or trying to get her opponent off kilter so she can fake whatever she might uh, pretend she has two aces when there's, you know, a two and a three. Yeah, no, she, mom's is still crazy. Like, you can't tell whether she's bluffing or not. That's what she's, I was looking for, yeah, bluffing. bluffing. She is serious about her playing. Like, she'll, she, she's consistent about you can't tell whether or not she's bluffing. She And she, ain't, she don't mess around. Did you I get that kidding. from her? Yes, ma'am. I love it. I love I it. I get it from my mama. Hey. Do you play poker in Vegas ever? 
Is that like what? I do. No, I mean, I, I, I like gambling once in a while. I used to gamble a lot because I'd win all the time. I didn't lose many times. I won a lot. Wow. And yeah. Um, but it's so different now because there's so many decks. So it, it's confusing. Not that I was counting cards or anything. It's just your odds. It just seems to be harder to win a hand not knowing that there's six decks in the hand or when you're playing poker, if you're going to the high limits, as a matter of fact, let me tell you this quick story about gambling. Okay. So we did this event and um, Michael Jordan was there. He won with uh, playing the golf tournament tournament right. and he ended up winning and we performed. And so every all, you know, you have all these celebrities, everyone hanging out and he heard that I, I played. Okay. So he was at the high stakes table. And we were still backstage, and the guy comes running in, and he said, Miss um, E, uh, uh, Michael Jordan, Mr. Jordan's looking for you. He needs you to come to the high-stakes table. I was like, oh, high-stakes table. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I go walk over there all the way to the other side, and there's people, you know, security, all kind. You can't even walk in there. The guy's walking me through, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And then Michael's like, okay. I said, okay, what you doing? And it was like. You know, no limit. So I saw him. He was betting like twenty five thousand to higher per hand, oh hundred thousand dollars a hand. So he said, "All right." And so there, the the dealers um, shuffling the cards. He says, "Cut the cards." I said, "Okay, cool." I cut the cards. Then that, and then he put a just a stack. I don't even know how oh much gosh. money he put up there. And the dealer, ba 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 bum. And the dealer pulled over the card, and the dealer had blackjack, and everyone lost their money. Oh my god! See, that's too. Think, I hate the, to lose. That's too much for me. That's, that wasn't even my money, though. I that's know, but his. Just hearing the story, it just makes me sad. It oh makes my me sad. god! I said, "Okay, I'll see you later." Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I love it. Um. Have you ever incorporated um, poker other than going to that game into your professional life? Or is it just you happen to be at an event where they're playing poker and you happen to be playing and so you saunter on over? Well, for mom's last birthday party here at the house, I actually got professional dealers and tables in the backyard for everybody to wow. play for real. Yeah. that you Girl, you are serious about this. <laughs> I, I read somewhere that you and Prince were seriously competitive with each other, uh, and that included making bets for money. Did you play poker or ping pong with Prince? And who usually came out on top? <laughs> okay, is this after dark? Okay, no. So, <laughs> say what you uh, want to say. <laughs> say what you want to say. No, uh, we played ping pong and pool. Oh. Uh, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't play cards much at all. No, it was ping pong. Most ping pong, mostly ping pong and pool. And was yeah. he good at ping pong? He's good at both. Oh. He's good at both. And there were many times I did win. Thank you very much. Nice. There mm -hmm. you go. There you go. Yes. Um, has your experience as a musician, especially as a, a, a female musician in a male-dominated uh, field, has that contributed to your overall mindset when engaging in competitions like ping pong and pool? No, it was really... Um, my competitiveness came again from moms, moms being an athlete and growing up with a lot of brothers and sisters, especially her sisters um, 
they ended up starting their own baseball league for girls and stuff like that because they wanted to play. And so they were always competing against their brothers. And some of my uncles at the time, some of them were going to go pro uh, bowling, basketball, and football. Wow. So, yeah, so um, I got the competitiveness from moms. And the other part about it is being in sports when I was younger, running track and field was the thing Mm -hmm. that I loved doing the most. So um, competing in track and field and always trying to win, it was always just you know, I even won against some of the guys, that, even though that wasn't a thing. But, you know, we would end up like, let's just race against the guys as well at the school. We uh, we would do 440 <laughs> relay, whatever. But I was a sprint runner and I just love competing. Oh. And I played soccer for a undefeated women's team for five years. So that was where what? that was before really being serious about drumming at all. Yeah. Oh, my God, Sheila. How many lives have you lived, my dear? <laughs> I'm not done. What you mean? Uh, uh, well, you're still living. I'm saying, how many have you lived already? I'm scared oh, yeah. of you right now. Um, <laughs> it, do you prefer singles, doubles, or matches when you're playing ping pong? And how, how does that dynamic compare to your experience in your poker games? Uh, single matches with ping pong I like better. Doubles are fun once in a while, but single. Uh, and then with poker, the more the better. Really? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it take yeah. a long time for you to come back around to your turn, or or is it? It, it, it felt like not when are... you take it. Not when you're taking people's money. No, <laughs> Temp- table empties <laughs> real quick. <laughs> are there any ping pong players or professional poker players that you admire or draw inspiration from? Like, do you know them? You know who they are? No, I've never. Not professionally, I've never. Like, I've always wanted to. To. Um, play one of those poker tournaments. I watch them sometimes late at night. Right. And I'm like, there's just no way. I don't think I can do that. Like, I'm, And I'm always like, yeah, but I don't know. I don't think because I'm watching them and we get to see their cards. So you're going, why would they unfold? Why would they fold on that one? Or why would he keep betting on this one? He doesn't even have anything, you know? So you He's just bluffing. never know. He's bluffing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think I get, I learned a lot from my family, from my brother's my mom, my uncles and all, they taught me a lot of that mm. stuff. Yeah. Do you Being use it against them when you're playing with them? Absolutely. But you got you, to gotta flip it a little bit because they don't know. Oh, they, they already know. know. Got yeah, it. Exactly. You got to flip it. Got it. <laughs> How does your passion for poker influence your social life? Is, is, does one, do they cross over ever other than family? Have you found a community um, of like-mind, like-minded enthusiasts of uh, poker? Yeah, kind of. There's a couple of guys that we, you know, I hang out with that we go play, that uh-huh. we have a great time. So, yeah, I mean, not everyone wants to go and gamble, and it's not like it's gambling. I just enjoy it because it's fun. Right. And you put a limit on things and making sure that, you know, you don't get crazy because some of my friends who are really well-known in the industry, I can't believe the money that they're betting. And I'm like, I just can't do that. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah. There's just no way. Yeah. Yeah. That's that Michael Jordan money right there. Yeah. Um, what's the most money you've ever won in a single game? Oh, in a single game? Yeah, in a game of poker. Or at a session, in a poker night. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. Let me think. I don't even know. Can you I tell me? No I bet you know how much you've lost in a single a single. No. Night. What? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Because it's. Not, I've not lost that much. 
I'm I'm serious. I would say, you know, I need to go with you to Vegas. <laughs> but the thing is, is it's it's so different now. That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't win as big as I used to when I used to play a while ago because the the terms are different. It's all different. Uh, I don't I I couldn't answer that question. I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands. But you've okay and lost far less. Well, you're lucky like that. Oh yeah, 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 far less. I love that. You are too much. And I'm not, I interviewed Terrence Blanchard uh, a week or so ago, and I was really surprised to learn that his favorite hobby is boxing. Then, then I happened to come across a YouTube clip of you hitting a boxing bag. Are you into boxing as well, was, or was that merely for exercise? No, just exercise. No. No, uh, I, no I, um, I started, you know, trying to work out because when I don't perform and I should do both, but when I'm not performing as much and during the pandemic, it's like, I got to keep moving. Yeah. I got to keep working and doing something because I was feeling really messed up. And, um, and so I just started, you know, I heard that boxing is fun and that, you know, you can get a lot done, you know, you're moving all your muscles and things like that. So I was like, I'm going to give me a bag. So I went down the street and got me a bag. <laughs> And and you already had gloves? Of course you have brothers. No, I got the gloves. Oh, oh no, you got the gloves. All right. Yeah. yeah. I tried kickboxing once. It was the most exhausting thing I'd ever done. I, I had it's to, hard. It is really, really difficult. Because, uh, you're, you know, legs are heavy. You, you don't realize until you <laughs> kick them up a few times. Legs are heavy. <laughs> Yeah, but the strength that you endured and your core to be able to do that. True. Oh, my God. You're so right. Ooh, You're so that's, right. That, I wouldn't, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. it's You should try, if you haven't tried it, you should try it. You're into boxing, so you might like it. It's, I don't know. It's, it, it's, it takes some consideration for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wore me out. I only had one lesson. I said, this is enough. I got oh, it. Oh, God. I got it. Yeah. 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 I'm more the uh -huh. yoga type, so. Okay. Um, I also, Miss E, was surprised to learn that you have an art collection and your pieces are exceptional, like you. Thank you. Please share with us about your interest in art. Uh, so this, uh, photographer came to me and, uh, with this idea about shooting me, um, with his camera in opening the aperture, the, so the lens opens up as motion, as I'm performing, you're seeing in real time stuff happening. So when I'm playing drums, I actually started playing and I sometimes would spell my name or put a letter or try oh to do a music my note gosh. while I'm playing. Yeah. And what you see is with these pieces there. Um, and you can go on my website to check it out, but I will. What is that website? SheilaE.com. There you go. And you can check them out, but it's pretty amazing what we were able <gasps> to do and capture uh, in real time. And we didn't add any color. We didn't repaint and. It's exactly what it, what you see is what happened in real time. Beautiful. Wow. I mean, he did an incredible job, the way, the lighting. And then I used some sticks that had lights on them and stuff like that. And so it was really cool. They're really great pieces and people love them. And I sign every single one. That sounds amazing. I definitely will be checking that out. Do you collect art from other artists? or Do you have any favorites or would you consider art collecting 
yet another one of your hobbies? Uh huh. Well, <laughs> it's very. Ch- I mean, I love art, and I do have some pieces. I have, um, and I, forgive me because I now I forgot his name, but it's a young African artist from Africa that I just bought one of his pieces while my uh, niece was there. And I bought this amazing piece. It's in my house. As soon as you hit the front door, a beautiful charcoal piece that he did. Mm. Incredible. Young artist from Africa. He's, he was in Africa when he painted it. Um, but I love art. And our family grew up in art um, because almost every single one of us can paint, draw, sketch, mm. craft. So my dad, Popsy, he's an artist. My brother, Peter Michael, is an artist. Like literally like paintings and paintings and paintings wow. and sketches. And I have things of my dad that he that he sketched of two Vietnamese kids uh, injured in 1968. Like I have stuff. So it's hard for me to, injured, to not. Injured how? Injured like it was a, like in his mind he saw this young girl and he her arm was broken wrapped like they looked like they were just coming out of the war or wow. something and it's hanging in my office yeah so it's we're we all grew up in the art um and everyone in my family can draw and paint yeah i'm so jealous of your child well look at you no but look at you're so creative in what you do and your crocheting like and your all your clothes and your purses like I have your stuff. It's amazing. I don't even know how you see my mind doesn't work like that. Well, my body doesn't work like that. So we're even, I think. We're here with my girl, Sheila E. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything at&t the home depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this mother's day whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade at the home depot you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options see homedepot.com slash delivery for details the home depot how doers get more done we went from normal life healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or b-cell all the saint jude team came up to get cj via ambulance shortly after that i noticed a rainbow it meant that there was hope we were driving into hope 
To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+, Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Uppity Knitter Podcast. We're here with my girl, Miss Sheila E. I also heard that you um, collect uh, another item, shoes. Or was that oh, a joke? God. Was that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> Are you a shoe collector? Is that would you oh. call that a hobby? Uh, it, they would probably say shoe hole, but um, oh, I'll, I'll take that. I know one of yeah, two of those. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard. Yeah. I've, I've actually, so here's the thing. I've had so many shoes that I've, I've sold them and given the money to, you know, my foundation Yes. and, and just keep, you know, you get so many and then there's no more room. Why build a bigger closet? Just get rid of them. There's stuff that I've worn for videos and different things. And a lot of those I've even given away. I don't, I know you're supposed to save a lot of that stuff, but it's, it's to the point where it's just too much. So, and now since the pandemic, you know, everyone stopped wearing heels. That was hard to go back to wearing heels right. because we were used to being at home and wearing tennis shoes. For and almost then I three had, years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I know. So then uh, I slipped on my dog's gigantic uh, bone that she had and twisted my ankle oh. and my knee. So that's been an up and down going thing. So now it's been hard for me to get back in heels. And I've worn them a few times recently and it's just like oh i hate it now I can don't, you I don't you know. can no longer play in because i knew you were having some issues playing in high heels for so many years well that's playing drums it's that's not good to play heel uh, playing drums and heels but standing up playing timbales and congas i still play in heels but drums is another thing that's another thing right yeah hmm. no i can't do that anymore well some things you know you grow and let go you know like Hello. like some of your shoes. Hey, do you remember we were at we were at someone's house at a party, and you had these beautiful boots on, and I commented on the boots, and you were like, "Girl, these boots is killing me right now." <laughs> I said, "I have just the thing," and I went oh. to my car. <laughs> I went to my car and I got this shoe stretch for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God, that's you, right. Where was that? Oh. I think it was a, a party of a mutual friend of ours yes, in Beverly Hills. Yes, but yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So I yes. wanted to know, do you still use that product? No, because I've never, I haven't needed it anymore. Oh, okay, no. girl. Oh, that's because you're not wearing wearing heels anymore. Not like that. And if I do, I get a half size bigger. <laughs> okay, <laughs> smart. <laughs> uh, one of the reasons I developed this little podcast was to encourage my listeners to think outside the box like you do, and to use their imagination and to not be afraid to explore new things in their lives. Do you have any words of encouragement for those of us who need it and for those who may be listening and feeling 
a little bit stuck in a rut in their lives or careers? Well, I mean, as we know, if you haven't already understood, like, life is so precious, no matter how young you are or old you are, and the times that we've gone through in these last couple of years, we've lost so many people, you know, and it's just been crazy. And it's like, Every day is not promised. Every minute, every hour is not promised. And so if you don't live your fullest life now, people always say, I'm going to wait till I get a certain age or when I get older, I'm going to be great. No, be great now. Now. Mm. You know, do things now. Um, And you are great now. Don't try to be just just be great. But the biggest thing that a lot of the people have now is not loving themselves, you know, Mm. loving yourself first so that if you don't love yourself, how are we going to love you? You have to love yourself first and be okay with, and God has created every single one of us Mm. so differently for a specific reason. Mm. And the thing is, it's like, um, people need to know that, uh, if you don't try to move forward in your life, uh, you're failing. The way to fail successfully is to fail forward. Mm. So if you fail forward, meaning you're going to fail as you're moving along, but you're failing if you don't do anything. Failing forward is moving along. I might have failed at this, but this actually brought me to another place. Right. Failing forward, you fail to be successful. Failure is not a bad thing. Failure it's is a learning gro- experience. It's a learning experience. It's growth. It really it's is. Growth. Yeah, I agree. So I, I just encourage people to just really, you know, go out and communicate with people, not be stuck, you know, like this every day. Oh, how man, that likes? kills me. How many I, likes? I know, right? Likes? I know, right? I see people uh, out having dinner with each other and nobody's saying a word. Everybody's like head down on their phone. Yeah, that, so that part. It makes me yeah. sad sometimes. Yeah, I know. Um, so how's the show doing? Are you loving it? The, oh, the I games? had so much fun. Yeah, we shot 12 episodes. And we we just had a blast doing it. Yeah, we it, had a lot of fun. It looked like you were having a ball. Yeah. That is a fun Thank show. You. Do you know if it's going to get picked up for another season? I don't know. I think it's moving to, they haven't officially said yet. I think it's moving to um, either Hulu or one of those. Yeah, one of those that it's it's now, they moved it off because we were up against midnight uh, Monday night football. So oh, they moved it. Good. So, Somebody's yeah, so they moved it. Smart. Yeah. Sheila. We like to end the show with our segment called Nitta What? (laughs) (laughs) It's when I ask my guests about something or someone who said or did something that came as a huge shock or surprise. Does anything come to mind for you, Sheila? Uh, Sheesh. Um, why, why you think about that? Oh, no, wait. I got, you know what? No, I'm thinking about it just because you're here. Otherwise, I wouldn't have thought of this. This is so crazy. Okay. Okay. So because you work with Michael, of course, everyone knows Michael Jackson, if you don't know. All right. <laughs> so because you work with Michael, it's something that was done. Oh, my God. I can't. Okay. So Michael calls me up. This was after Off the Wall was done. Mm-hmm. His first record. He calls me and he says, meet me. I'm in the Bay Area. I was living in the Bay Area then. Meet me in the Bay Area uh, at Leopold's Records. And uh, I'm going to go there and sign records. So I want you to be with me while I'm there. And I was like, okay. So I meet him there. So I go, I get there early. And 
the album is there because you know he they've got stacks of them because he's going to sign all, sign the the records. Mm-hmm. So I picked it up and I couldn't wait because I played on the record. I played on "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough." Oh right? wow! And, and so the bottle thing, dun, 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 that's me playing the bottles. What? I tune the bottle. Yeah, see, you didn't even know that. I love that. No, right. I didn't. Yeah, so I put water in the water bottles because Quincy called me. Michael's making these sounds. I don't know what it is. Can you just bring, you know, whatever. So I got water bottles and played the water bottles to make the sound on Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. My name's going to be on Michael's first record. So I get to Leopold's and I pull up the record and I'm looking for my name and my name's not on the record. So the shocker was, they forgot, Quincy forgot to put my name on the record. Q! I'm so sorry. And I was not the only one that they left off, so I didn't feel bad. Uh, Feeling Gains, I think. Whoa. I think so, yeah. So so the crazy thing about it was, what they said was, oops, we forgot. I'm like, of all things... Great. You couldn't have like done it in the next print, <laughs> like really? Oh, the, it it never it never happened. Oh wow! I get royalties, but I don't. My name is not on it, and not only that, I still need to get. I told he, Quincy, I still don't have the the album the up here. Wow! I don't have that record. I'm oh man. You're so maybe you it. can you're help gonna, me. Maybe I can. Let me let me see if I can put a put a good word in for you, girl. All right, for real. So that's that's the little what. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tell you how that name came to be. Um I was on tour with uh, said Michael and I came back uh for a, a a month or so to you know collect my life and I went to the knitting store cuz I wanted to start knitting for my next excursion and I bought some yarn and uh there was a group of ladies, little white ladies sitting knitting they were having their little knitting circles so i thought to myself i have some time let me just sit down and i need to knit a swatch anyway let me knit with these ladies <laughs> so i sit down and i'm knitting and i see the woman next to me and she's knitting with something that was really pretty so i said what is that you're knitting with that's beautiful she said oh pfft, this is just cotton and then i said oh that's it's nice so so she said what are you what are you knitting with i said this is cashmere she said, oh, aren't you an uppity knitter? No. Yes, she did. And <laughs> I said, what did you call me? She said, knitter. I said, knitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What a story. Oh, she gave me a gift that day. She gave me the name of my podcast. That's amazing! What a great story. That's so true. That's so. Oh my true. god, Sheila, I want to. I just need to thank you for sharing so much of your um, self with us this afternoon, and your energy and your comedic timing. Um, <laughs> I just appreciate everything you you do. You're an artist through and through, and I know I will never ever play poker or ping pong with your ass. <laughs> I'm done. Because you would sweep the floor with me on both counts, so but I would I wouldn't mind like coming to one of your parties and watching you throw down. Because okay. do you still smoke cigars? Mm-mm. Mm. That was a one time thing, and that was it. Oh. That was so long ago. Oh my God! Wow, I have a, I have a long memory like that. Ago. Yeah. Yes. 
Excellent. Well, I'm, I Yay. wouldn't be surprised to see whatever else you have up your sleeve, sister. And I hope we can see each other sometime soon. Absolutely, my sister. I love you so I love much. You and I love you, Black. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us on the Uppity Knitter podcast, Celebrity Hobbies Uncovered, a show where your favorite celebrities talk about their unusual hobbies. Join us next time. See you then. The Uppity Knitter podcast is brought to you by Black Chick Productions. Our show is hosted by Saida Garrett. Our producer is Eric Nuri, and we're recorded and edited by Felicia Morris at Morris Media Studios in Los Angeles. Special thanks go out to our friends at iHeartMedia and Seneca Women. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.